We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network and X-Zone Broadcast Network. Visit our website at www.xzoneradiotv.com. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the Talk Star Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, and Star Cable. If you'd like to give us a call, our toll-free number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. My email address is xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. And the Xzone store is open. And you can buy t-shirts, you can buy uh, travel mugs. There's a slew um, Exxon and Power Gators merchandise available. Our website over there is www.xzonestore.com. 
It is Thursday, April the 29th in the year 2010. And my first guest this hour of tonight's show is Elena Lieberman. She is the author of Principles of Dynamic Manifestation as Received Through the Akashic Records. And it's available on Amazon. It's available on her website at www.dynamicmanifestation.com. And uh, Elena has devoted two decades accessing the Akashic Records. Her sensitivity to internal spiritual forces that shape all physical reality has afforded her widespread public notice. She has appeared on national and local media throughout the United States, North America, and South America. And as I said, she is the author of The Principles of Dynamic Manifestation. Joining me now is Elena Lieberman. And Elena, welcome to the X-Zone. Great to be here, Ralph. It's just wonderful. Well, it's super having you with us. Thanks very much for taking time out of your day to join us uh, here in the X-Zone. Tell me, when did you first realize that you had the ability to actually find out what is in the Akashic Records? You know, it started really in the uh, late 1980s mm-hmm. when I noticed that people who would walk in front of me, like if I was in a waiting room uh, in going to the doctor or something, someone would walk in front of me and I would get information on them, but not about the story of their life, more about how they felt, mm-hmm. something going on inside of them. And uh, sometimes I would feel sad or I would feel with them. I wouldn't talk to them. I didn't want them to know that I was having those kinds of sensations. And uh, gradually they had expanded. And then I went through a number of uh, kind of inner searching. I was regressed in past life regressions. Uh, I did rebirthing. Mm-hmm. And then finally I took the course from Mary Parker on accessing the Akashic Records in 1990. And that was a big turning point in my life because I accessed a field that was filled with love and light but gave you very deep information about the inner work of a person, the inner feelings, and how it was influencing their life. Elena, please stand by. You and I have to take our first break for this hour. Exo Nation, Elena Lieberman is my special guest. She is the author of The Principles of Dynamic Manifestation as received through the Akashic Records. Her website is www.dynamicmanifestation.com. And Elena and I will be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as the X-Zone starts for tonight, Thursday, April the 29th in the year 2010, here on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, and Star Cable. Don't go away, X-Zone Nation. We'll be back in two minutes. have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
special guest we're talking about well this part of this interview anyway we're talking about how uh elena was able to access the akashic records and i was wondering elena if you'd be kind enough to let our listeners who may not know what the akashic records are exactly what they are and where they are the akashic records are the recording of life Mm -hmm in a very refined field of essence. Every word, thought, deed, action is recorded into this profound, sensitive field. Uh, Akasha means primary substance, that out of which all things are formed. And the Akashic record of one's soul is all the levels of the soul on its journey in many lifetimes. And they are all the levels, including primarily, actually, the spiritual levels. The Akashic record of an individual is concerned with the essence, the underlying substance, and how it manifests throughout the various personalities. Another quality of the Akashic record is that it creates and records at the same time. Uh, Traditionally, it's known as the Book of Life, God's Remembrances. But as we've worked with it and more comes out about it, uh, we find that it's highly creative, that we're able to work with it for creative projects as well as zeroing in on things we want to let go of on all levels or entering into a deep state of compassionate love and grace. So there's a completion with struggles and karma from the past. So we elevate ourselves by working in the Akashic Record. It would almost seem, based on the explanation that you just gave, the explanation, that the Akashic Records are the hard drive to our very existence. It records all, it knows all, and this information is able to be uh, acquired by those who have the ability. Uh, It does. It does have a very core level to it, a very deep spiritual core. It's not the force itself. Mm -hmm. It's not uh, the force of God itself, but it's very close to it. And so there is a tremendous amount of compassion and light once you begin to access those inner levels. Now, Ellen, my lineage. Go ahead. I'm sorry, dear. I was I was just going to ask you, um, what was it that happened in your life that made you decide that you were going to devote your life to uh, the Akashic Records and helping people by using the access that you had? The original seminar I went to was a two-day seminar. Uh, it was taught in Chicago mm-hmm. in a hotel. Between the first And second day, the end of the first day, I had the experience of being in in unprecedented love. I mean, I had the love of my family, Mm -hmm. but I did not know this level of light and love. It was so unconditional that I thought, I want to do this. 
I want everyone to know about this. I want to know that that's part of everyone's soul. And there was no judgment. You, you entered a level of understanding that I had never seen before. And so from that moment, I fell in love with it and wanted to do it. And I knew it was for me. I ran home to my husband at the time and said, this is for me. I knew it. I also recognized my teacher. I just went up to her when I saw her there and said, the next time you're in, you'll come to our house. And I'd never done anything like that before because the light just exuded from her body. Um, and so it was like something uh, out of a book that you would read about. And I loved the work. It's very profound. Well, how can you uh, how can you help someone by using the Akashic records? And what kind of difference can you make in their life? The format that we use is that a seeker, in modern terms, a client, but they're a seeker, comes to you with questions. Mm -hmm. It's the questions. That focuses, in the, that focuses the individual in the very vast field of the Akasha, because that means they're ready to learn about something. That's what they want to know about, or that's what they want to bring into a higher level in themselves. So from these questions, we are able to open the records with a sacred prayer. We ask permission from them, and we ask uh, that they sign something and we use a sacred prayer and we address the questions and give all the information that comes in as the answer to the question. Usually there is a great love and understanding that comes forward and they move deeper into alignment with their inner heart, their sacred heart or the supernal heart. So they develop compassion towards themselves and others. It's usually judgment of themselves that's stopping them from knowing a certain answer. Is there any connection between your, your uh, ability and, or your desire to help people with the Akashic Records and the um, outstanding encounters you've had with UFOs in South America? I absolutely believe that this was synchronized, mm -hmm. and it's become even more apparent to me. Uh, last month I gave a, a talk at Chicago IONS, which is the International Association for Study, the Study of Near-Death Experiences. Yes. When you hear near-death experiences, and 98% of them, the people elevate and go into a light that is so expansive and so loving. You hear mm -hmm. hundreds of these stories. When you go into the records, you have a similar experience. When you enter, when you go into the mountains in Argentina, if you're going with people who live there, who live with that, and have entered into the level of the ships and seen the lights of the ships, you spend a long time in meditation to go into this very deep level once again. And the information and what you see and what you feel has a very strong similarity. Your consciousness expands and is elevated by the encounters that I had in South America. It is a tremendous uh, event when these real encounters happen. And uh, I speak about it from a perspective of light and understanding and elevation. So that's what I represent when I talk about the UFOs that I encountered. Can you share the experiences or, or a couple of the experiences that you've had with uh, what you call ships of light? Uh, 
we were down there beginning to teach the Akashic Records. Now, my sister was also one of the original teachers in our lineage because she had a balancing energy. She always went with me. So I had a sister who went with me. Uh, we were sponsored by Gabriela Hernandez to go down there. Uh, it's about 1994 and 96. Um, we went uh, a couple hours out of, out of Cordoba, uh, Argentina, to an area known as Los Perones. Um, we were briefed about this area before we went. Uh, we entered into meditation with Betty Acoglanis uh, when we entered these mountains during the day because you want to be able to be in a more refined, a less dense frequency so that the ships can commune with you because they're in a very high frequency. Um, the main, the most, we had many encounters. The most dramatic encounter was when we thought things were over for that day and we started to leave. Betty Aquaglanis got into her truck with a friend of hers. Uh, we got into a car. My sister, Gabriella, and Gabriella's sister got into a car. We were driving out of the mountain and we thought there was a big splotch of light on the, uh, the, right in front of us on the windshield. And and so we, we didn't understand. We got out, and I have to tell you that a massive ship was overhead above us. Um, the ship was, about, was definitely the size of a football field, uh, about a third of the sky. And all the stars that we had seen, now we had seen ships too, which is another uh, aspect of this, mm-hmm. but... All everything flew across the sky as this huge ship remained above us and formed semicircles around the huge ship. The ship itself was in in a beautiful emanating light. Uh, it was a white light. However, inside of it, there were uh, bands of what I call void or not. They, they were black bands and then light again, then black bands. The ships around it moved in and out of it. And what we felt was no fear. We felt awe. We felt fearless. We felt joy. It was as if it was there to greet us, tuning into us. And, in fact, we would wave. We waved and blew kisses. And uh, the ship stayed there. And then it did something extremely interesting. Without moving, without changing its location, it became visible and invisible in the same space, as if to show us something, to show us that it was a matter of frequency, that it could change, that it could alter itself. And then um, we just watched it. We stood under it. And then it, it actually drifted somewhat to the other side of the horizon, and it didn't fly away. It just disappeared. And that was one encounter. Where do these ships come from? We were fortunate in that Betty Aquaglanis is the widow of a man named Angel Aquaglanis, who actually entered the ships. He's passed. He died. He went with a man uh, called Trigueño. Trigueño has an ashram today. Uh, in Brazil, the name of the ashram is Figueira, 
Um, it's near an Assyric city called Nirnajad, which is an Assyric healing center that people can actually enter into in meditation and by chanting a certain language called Irdin. Now, this information is written down... Elena, I hate to do this, but you and I have to take a commercial break with the news. Please stand by. We'll get back to this fascinating story when we come back after the news. Elena Lieberman is my special guest. DynamicManifestation.com is her website. And we'll be back on the other side of this break with the news as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, around the world. Don't go away. We'll be back shortly. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for two fifty. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just two dollars. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal, single item at regular price. Listening to the X Zone Radio Show live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network and X Zone Broadcast Network. Visit our website at www.xzoneradiotv.com. Hi, this is Ken Elliott. When I'm floating around the universe, I always try to tune in to Rob McConnell. Hey, hold there, Trinity Frog on Sesame Street. When I want to find out what's going on with UFOs or ghosts, I listen to the X Zone with Rob McConnell. This is Les Corrigan from Target Internet Development. You're listening to Rob McConnell on the X Zone Radio Show. This is John Hogue, Prophecy Scholar, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the X Zone. Welcome to the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Elena Lieberman is my special guest. Her website is dynamicmanifestation.com, and she's the author of The Principles of Dynamic Manifestation. And we're talking about her experience with ships of light in South America. And uh, during the commercial break, uh, you and I were chatting briefly about the uh, the encounter of this of this ship of light that that was you you believe to be the size of a football field. And, and I asked you if. If you or any of the other people who were there viewing this this awesome site, if you felt any electrical discharge or any electromagnetic uh, field, and, and you said no, but there was something about a vibrational frequency that you felt. Yes, we were in. We were uplifted by it. The frequency uh, is that 
all of the finer chakras of the body are very open and refined. So there's a communion going on. There's, a, you, there's an ability to feel at one with the ship, but there is no electromagnetic field that you're aware that we were aware of at mm -hmm. all. There was nothing. It was much more about communion. Where do you think and and uh, where do you believe that this ship and its occupants originated from? The very origin of the ships comes from very they, they come from various galaxies. They come from various planets. Uh, they have been here for a very long time, and although I did not see it go into the Earth, I did have a later experience with that. We were told that they live in the frequency of the etheric energy of the Earth, and they've been here. They have hierarchies uh, that have worked for the elevation of consciousness for thousands of years. And the famous religious hierarchies, the Divine Brotherhood, the it's called Sisterhoods, uh, make themselves known through well-known figures, uh, as well as when you're on these mountains, these crater-like mountains, there are fragrances, scents, that represent various kinds of hierarchies. Um, the Divine Brotherhood, for instance, which is what they call the commander of the ship, there's even a ship which they call the Christed ship, meaning a, the, the frequency of messianic realization. Um, at one point, Betty said she thought that big ship might have been that. Uh, that brotherhood has the fragrance of a mixture of frankincense, geranium, and a metal. It's like a metallic taste in your mouth. So it has three components. And when there is a sense of ceremony, they call it ceremony, you can smell that at the base of the mountain. Uh, for example, the uh, sisterhood that we equate with the great sisterhoods of compassion and mercy, like Kuan Yin, uh, the Divine Mother, uh, Mary, Mary Magdalene, mm -hmm. that has a rose fragrance. Um, the uh, Ascended Brotherhood, like Saint Germain, smells like apple blossoms, which we, all, which we smelled mm -hmm. at different times when we were asked to meditate. Why is meditation so important? These ships of light tune into the finer bodies. I mentioned that there was a migration of certain people onto these ships. They mm -hmm. chose to be transmigrated souls. Trigoyinho is the most famous one, and Angel Aquaglanis also did this. They have to change their frequency in order to reside on these ships. There is one physical aspect they do. They take chlorophyll to become less dense. They can't eat meat. Uh, they have to be in a very calm state. But then they enter into deep meditation so that the finer chakras and attunements can be entered into so that they can bridge on a bridge of peace, which is described in one of Trigorino's books, a bridge of peace where he then let go of his finer bodies and his soul to enter into the ship, but he maintains his consciousness. So he can be on this, in this distant place and yet enter into the ship and receive information, and then he comes 
back, and I believe he comes back in two ways. He comes back sometimes with a different, uh, the commander's soul, and sometimes he comes back with his own. I wasn't as clear with that, and he delivers messages and discourses to people on um, integrating the energies for evolution. So, so that's how they do. Why are why are they here? The ships of light are here to integrate the evolution of all the energy of the earth with the evolution and the consciousness and the elevation, the ascension of the cosmos to come closer to divinity into one. The principle is the integration of the parts into one whole so that we become whole realized, and filled with compassion. In this sense, the Akashic Records and also the Manifestation Book have the same message, that we come from one, it's to be integrated, that we have departed in some, in some ways when we cause harm, and they work on the subtle bodies in great subtlety to bring this about. Why is why why South America? Uh, I have a hard time understanding why an intelligent species who wants to do so good would manifest itself in South America. It, what's the reasoning behind it? Uh, there is uh, a reason behind it. There are portals throughout the world mm -hmm. where the ships can enter into from various frequencies. Uh, several of them are in South America. Uh, one is called Erx, which is Los Terones in the physical. One is called Aurora. One is called Mirnajad for healing. One is called Mistitlan, which is in Peru. And then there are, there are other portals, such as Lis Fatima, which is in southern France and Spain. Uh, Fatima and Lis, such as Fleur de Lis. Mm -hmm. uh, the Medjugorje area, where the sightings of Mother Mary were, is another one. There's a place called there's a place called Amitea, which is in the Pacific. There's Shambhala, which is well known. It's near Tibet, and there are the main one in the United States is uh, where Mount Shasta is. I forgot the uh, name, and then uh, there may be another one which is well known in the area of Arizona. Interesting. That's one I'm not sure about, actually. All right, so... What it, I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead, dear. These, these particular, each one specializes in a particular energy or quality. One, for instance, Munajat has to do with the, the, the healing of the physical body and the inner frequencies to bring them into a alignment of love and compassion. And that, that's done with meditation. And then there are chants, toning, mm -hmm. that is done also to bring you into alignment for communion for these various healings and elevations. Exonation, our special guest this hour is Elena Lieberman. Her website is dynamicmanifestation.com. She's the author of The Principles of Dynamic Manifestation, as received through the Akashic Records. It's available at her website and on Amazon. Uh, Elena, you talk about spiritual template and elevating your frequency. Why, why would one want to do this? Why do you want to do this? Spiritual template um, is the way a person manifests. The spiritual template is 
precipitated and being from the etheric level of all things that are living. Um, a, a good example uh, is that you can take a plant and put it next to uh, a white wall or a black wall, and if you cut a leaf from that, you will see a projection. Usually people can see the blue body, if you call it to their, their attention. There'll be a projection in blue of a, the leaf that was just there. Mm-hmm. And um, likewise, if you'll see an area where a bud is about to bloom, you'll see that there's a projection of the bud that's about to happen. So it is a spiritual map that creates manifestation. When you go close, if you can cultivate actually feeling, particularly with your fingertips, the types of thoughts, the vibration of types of thoughts and feelings through the, this template, and through the finer frequencies, you will see that certain ones seem jagged, if they're, for instance, anger, and certain ones will lift up. Love and joy actually vibrate up, and when there are sorrowful uh, types of thoughts or, or depressed feelings, that pulls you down. And this is actually felt. If you can realize that your soul, your underlying essence, comes about to elevate you on all levels as one, then you can manifest through all levels by letting go of judgment, by letting go of negativity, and the underlying template will then manifest elevated states, and you will begin to live a fuller, richer life, a happier life, and more peaceful on all levels. What are the the people within the, or the beings within the ships of light, telling you about the future of this planet and of the species? The discourses by Trigorino uh, have an urgent uh, sound to them. I, uh, they're a little fatalistic that we have abused the planet and um, that the ships, the commanders, the hierarchies say that we have gone too far with it, that it's not a happy state. It's my understanding that in his ashram, Gabriella still goes to his ashram, everything is natural, organic, um, everything is harmonized to be peaceful with mm-hmm. nature. Um, so the treatment of the earth on, in, in general can be elevated to reach higher levels. Uh, the ships have messages in light which... I went to discourses that were given by Betty, where she actually shows the ships ascending. There are signals of ascension. She has photographs of this. So the beings are telling her that the time has come for us to manifest from a higher vision, a more tranquil vision, that the judgment uh, that we have given to certain kinds of things based on the externals do not matter, and that what is internal is what's manifesting, is what's mattering in the world on all levels. How can listeners around the world today learn to elevate their frequencies so they too can can see the wonders and, and feel the wonders that you and I have been talking about in the last hour? One of the ways, um, actually there are two main ways that I could talk about today. One of them has to do 
with understanding that tone and sound create the world. In other words, from the inner realms, if you want to bridge meditation that goes on the inside, mm -hmm. if you tone or sing or declare very positively, using your voice as a divine, like a divine utterance, that you will bring into being a world that is filled with abundance, with joy, with happiness. So using tone to declare gratitude, praise, and the beautiful things that you believe you could create, and to utter them, to declare them, to write and then speak them, sing them, it's very important because that is the sound current of the cosmos that does bring about manifestation. So that's one of them, the, the divine utterance idea. Another one is that inner work must equal outer imaging. It's the 37th principle. And what that means is that if you feel the force moving through you that's very positive, that you have done a meditation and something comes to you, mm -hmm. you must externalize it and act on it. Because then more can come. The minute you anchor it into the physical, you have manifested it. Even if it's a symbol around a larger idea that you want to uh, manifest. By doing that, you create a space for something higher to come through. Elena, please stand by. We've got to take our final break. Exxon Nation, Elena Lieberman has, uh, is our special guest. She'll be with me on the other side of our final break. Her website, www.dynamicmanifestation.com, and she is the author of The Principle of Dynamic Manifestation. It's available at her website or on Amazon.com. Once again, her website is www.dynamicmanifestation.com. Elena, Elena, Ellen, I'll get this right yet. Elena and I, there I did it. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. I, I love the colorful clothes she wears And the way the sunlight plays upon her head Elena Lieberman is our guest this hour. Her website is www.dynamicmanifestation.com. She is the author of Exonation, 
The Principles of Dynamic Manifestation. It's available at her website and at Amazon.com. First of all, Elena, thanks very much for joining us. It's been a great pleasure having you with us, and uh, thank you for sharing your uh, your story, not only on the Akashic Records, on how we can get ourselves to better frequencies, but also your experiences with the ships of light. Now, I have to ask you this because I know there are people around the world who'd like to know, how can these principles that you and I have been talking about over the past hour uh, relate to having money? Because, th- unfortunately, yeah, this is a very materialistic world, and, and, I, and I do hope and pray that that the shift will be off materialism and getting back to spirituality where I believe we really need to get back to. Well, um, actually, it's to elevate money as a reflection, as a symbol of spirit. Mm. And once you do that, and we, we take away all the judgment pieces about money, and one of the processes I have in the book is actually to write down everything you believe and everyone has ever told you and ever said to you that you can remember, write it all down, everything about money. And the jerk who he, who's a millionaire, but he's such a jerk, how does he come and where did he get his money? And on and on. And, and the evils about money. And to take it and really get rid of it, earn it, tear it up, and to really look at money. Can you take money? and elevate it to the level of a spiritual symbol. And I actually have that process in the book. Now, I'm not talking about worshiping money. Right. What, what I'm talking about is letting it be a symbol of what's coming from your divine essence. Bring it, bring it into the oneness. Instead of really dividing yourself up, if it's material, it's not spiritual. It is the spiritual template that manifests the material. It is one and the same. The material is a denser form compatible with our human frequency that's spirit in a different form. Spirit is uh, form. Form is spirit infused into matter. So it's simply a different, it's a transformation. So money is a symbol in transformation of spiritual energy, and let it reflect your own essence when it's your money and you're dealing with it in the world. So, the, so you take a religious symbol, mm-hmm. anything that's, that has meaning to you, whatever it is, that, you ha- that is a deep symbol in your life, and elevate the money to that level. Can you do it? And what stops you from doing it? And can you actually say a prayer or give over in grace the thing that stops you from doing that, so that the money is reflective of your true essence, your true soul identity. So that's what we're being asked to do. When the person is very wealthy, but they are not in their true essence, in their oneness, what happens is the force of money which is spiritually extremely powerful. Exo Nation, I hate to do this, but we've just run out of time with our guest, Elena Lieberman. We'll have her back in the future. To find out more about Elena, her great book, please, Exo Nation, visit her website, dynamicmanifestation.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, here in the Exxon. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. 
And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.